the stock market went through the roof today. Hello listeners. Welcome to another Pitagoda Books episode. This week we have Sangeeta and Rohit in conversation. They will be taking us through the ups and downs of a book that has a special place in their hearts. Listening to them, you wouldn't think they were meeting for the first time. Let's see what they're talking about. So the book we are discussing today is uh, Habibi, uh, written by Craig, Craig Thompson. Uh, I think uh, people who are uh, familiar with graphic novels and uh, manga are generally aware of uh, this book and you know how uh, important it is in the genre. Uh, so, why did I uh, read Habibi or why did I pick up Habibi? Uh, it was at a stage where I was just getting into graphic novels. I used to read a lot, a lot of fiction and non-fiction. But uh, graphic novels wasn't really my thing for a very long time, actually. But uh, I developed an interest because a friend had gifted me uh, one uh, graphic novel before this. So after I read that, I sort of took an interest in the way the stories are depicted uh, depicted in uh, graphic novels. So that's uh, when again I read about uh, Habibi on Goodreads, a few reviews that I've seen, and I felt that okay, this is one book that sounds very interesting, and uh, that's when I picked it up. I thought it's like any other graphic novel. Graphic novels general uh, assumption that I've seen uh, with people who haven't really read them is that. Graphic novels are something light, right? Generally, uh, uh, there is a perception that they're easy to read. But uh, if you actually read, ha- read or have read different kinds of graphic novels, you understand that there's a lot of depth to it. So uh, that's when I took an interest in this. Also, the premise sounded very interesting, and I picked it up. And uh, then again, uh, the whole Arabic. culture and the literature the whole uh, uh, you know the, the whole influence of arabic culture on it also drew me to it i was i was intrigued by that and wanted to read that so rohit what prompted you to pick up habibi uh, well my answer isn't nearly as exciting as yours uh, the fact is that uh, habibi was gifted to me by my friend and uh, for a birthday when i was in college it's been almost 6 to 7 years now since i've got this book and oh. uh, the first time i read it uh, i was completely blown away uh, and we will of course discuss why i think this is a very special amazing well written uh, book that i think everybody who's interested in comic books as an art form and as a form of literature should read but uh, the main reason my friend gifted it to me was because uh, from uh, i had been reading comics voraciously right from the time i entered college uh, i had started off with the normal stuff like marvel and dc and uh, i had quickly moved on to more uh, mature uh, darker deeper themes that were explored in comics uh, made by dc's one dc's offshoot called vertigo uh, it had uh, it has given us several well known comics like uh, sandman and uh, uh, why the last man etc and i had just started reading manga as well and uh, i felt that more than capes and superheroes these comics which dealt with uh, reality with adult themes uh, were more uh, rewarding uh, in reading because though it was though some of the themes are dark and some of the themes are difficult to grapple with 
uh, it required a lot of uh, maturity and thought uh, to understand these and uh, on the surface while you might think comic books are a medium that is suited more to kids because i think every indian thinks of tinkle when we read comic books uh, these comics really showed me how the medium can be an art form and can deal with real mature literature uh, without uh, uh, without seeming childish uh, and uh, because of that i think a friend read the good reviews about this and gave it to me and i think it was it is one of the most thoughtful gifts i've ever written because uh, i can say without any doubt that uh, this book is completely uh, shifted my perception uh, i already was very favorable for comics but uh, it is only after reading her baby that i actually consider them art and literature uh, and uh, this is really one of the best comic books uh, or graphic novels i have ever read and i think everyone who has a serious interest in the form needs to read absolutely yeah so uh, but since you talk about form uh, that is something very uh, interesting about this book right uh, the whole art and uh, the whole art involved in it and the calligraphy uh, calligraphy is a big mm. thing in this book because it's all uh, it talks a lot about quran and uh, it's uh, the whole uh, imagery is around arabic uh, uh, structures like mm. buildings or uh, drawings it's very mm. arabic in nature so that is another thing very intriguing about this book right like mm. it's uh, uh, so stuck to the form so sincerely and so consistently throughout uh, mm. that's another thing it's very mm. interesting about this book and uh, like uh, you know uh, another thing that is very curious about this book is the number 9 uh, actually Absolutely. talks about the nine squares the letters uh, the arabic letters uh, that are there in nine squares and the word bismillah and uh, even like uh, when the woman is uh, the lead woman uh, she undergoes a pregnancy and she delivers a child so they describe about the nine months of her pregnancy yeah. and the yeah. chapters are nine so there's a very important role that uh, the number nine plays right so yes. the whole yeah. uh, uh, form of it is very different yeah yeah no for the listeners uh, i would just like to summarize the story is basically about two orphans uh, who are living in a, a pseudo islamic culture which never clearly stated as being in arabia or uh, in the middle east but uh, we yeah. infer that from the way the pastel are drawn the calligraphy the not uh, from the even the time right there's even no from perspective time. of time there's no perspective well. because half the book seems to be set in a distant past and yes. the record of the book suddenly jarringly drags you screaming into the future right. so it's about two orphans who find each other uh and uh, how their relationship changes over time and i think the central theme though there are multiple themes uh, in the book the central theme is the name uh, it's habibi or love and right. uh, it talks about how love is a cornerstone uh, to the human experience uh, and that might sound very sappy and extremely uh, lovey dovey but uh, believe me the book is anything but that Uh, yeah. it is not <laughs> it is yeah. not at all sappy or lovey dovey in fact the book goes to some really really dark places uh, right. uh mutilation uh sexual abuse rape misogyny uh there's i think a lot of death uh, famine plague right. 
yeah. and starvation even uh, the the love between a mother and child right it's yes. uh, not necessarily something that's just bound by blood is a yeah. significant uh, uh, part of the book yeah yeah it's not something bound by blood and yeah. uh, it also talks about how men i think maybe a rather more subtle theme is about how men and women interact on right. a day to day basis and the different possibilities of interaction more than what we see on the surface and it's about these two orphans it's about how they move through this world which is rather cruel to them at every single point of time and uh, ultimately i mean there's no spoiler but it is ultimately a very happy hopeful book despite all the darkness that pervades its earlier parts and yeah. uh, the hope and the happiness comes entirely out of the journey we take with these characters and uh, it is uh, an extremely rewarding journey to take uh, but it does get difficult at parts and i must warn readers that uh, this is not a comic book you would give to your kids uh, and uh, it, it 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 is entirely for adults it deals with some very mature themes and uh, extremely it's extremely uh, well done uh, so uh, i think uh, sagita what do you think could you just list out the main themes uh, just a list just a list of the main themes that you feel the uh, book the book uh, that spoke to you from the book yeah so uh, like you touched upon right a few points uh, the main yeah. thing is the relationship between a man and a woman uh, develops very uh, curiously and very uh, interestingly uh, initially when they when they meet as children since she's mm. a little older than him uh she behaves like a mother almost taking care of his basic needs nutritional needs uh behaving like a mother and as they grow up a little bit and the boy is about to hit puberty it becomes more like an equal relationship where they are like siblings almost of the same age parents, rather yeah. and as they face so many hardships through it and uh, so much happens to both of them uh yeah. both physically and mentally and as they go through those phases the love that they realize for each other and uh, the kind of affection that they uh, the you know unaffected uh, throughout the hardships that they face they always she always has zam in mind and he always has dodola in mind no matter what they're going through and what they're doing at any point of time so that's a very uh, important and crucial thing and uh, another thing is uh, the whole deal about uh, sexuality right it's yeah. uh, the woman is exploited a lot throughout the book and it's quite uh, difficult yes exactly Constantly. so Constantly. yeah 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 so you read about all the abuse that she has been put through from a woman's perspective what she has been through and even it's not uh, so easy for a man either so that's predicted depicted very uh, uh, interestingly from the boy's perspective as well because i think it's it's a very curious uh, you know a uh, very clever choice that he's made yeah. that he made that boy uh, to be a black looking guy who is slightly less powerful in the life right uh, compared to all yeah. the men that depicts in the book like all the men are mostly nomads and powerful arab sultans who are uh, taking advantage of men uh, and women but uh, this boy is a born black and you know powerless uh, and sort of goes through a lot of uh, hardships throughout his life and at the end of 
the book, he ends up as a eunuch. So yeah. that's a very interesting theme. And another oh. theme is, yeah. Yeah, please finish your themes, listing more. Huh. Uh, the other theme I uh, felt was the whole motherhood thing, right? Because uh, initially she owns up a child who is not hers. She yeah. has adopted a young kid who she's just found somewhere. She's adopted him and developed this, uh, un, you know, unconditional affection for him. Uh, mm. But then again, when she goes through uh, all the abuse and then ends up in a sultan's harem, and she becomes pregnant with the sultan's child. Uh, mm. But when she delivers the child, she doesn't have any sort of connection with that child because she doesn't Absolutely. feel that this child is mine. She feels that that child I've chosen, but this child is thrust upon me. Right? So that's another interesting theme I felt. So anything that you had? Uh, uh, I, I would like to add a, a few more themes that I felt uh, I, that stood out. One was, I think, uh, there's a very strong uh, environmental theme running through the book. I think uh, it characterizes the world as something God has created along with man for man to enjoy and how we men are depraved creatures who constantly damage the world for our own needs uh, and in the process damaging not only the world but each other as well. Uh, and uh, I think uh, the concept of water being something that is required for life, but can also give up, uh, also deliver death. Because you see pure water, you see impure water, you see uh, water that uh, gives, that uh, forms a lake and allows people to live because they drink that water. And right. you see water that is actually flooding uh, entire communities, displacing them and completely damaging their way of life. So I think this book explores the duality of water as an element yeah. in great detail. In addition, uh, man's relationship to nature, as I've mentioned before, these two things. I also think it uh, actually looks at uh, two ways of living and uh, tries to reconcile the fact that neither one of them is the right way. If taken to excesses, it can cause a lot of damage. So. The first way is a completely is what we see in the first half of the book, where Dodola is constantly exploited uh, by people more powerful to her. The environments are extremely beautifully drawn. You see deserts, dunes, you see palaces, you see gardens. Uh, there is a lot of beauty in the background, but what's happening in the foreground is actually pretty ugly because there right. is constant sexual abuse. Am I right? right? Uh, and uh, it, I think, talks about the decadent way of living in which people don't really respect each other as people and treat each other as pieces of flesh, either for sexual reasons or for other reasons, because the Sultan has a huge uh, complement of guards and, uh, uh, and uh, servants who serve only to serve his women, right? So that is a very selfish way of living. That The Sultan is, in fact, the major male character we see in the first half of the book, apart from uh, all the side characters and Dodolo and Zam. You don't really focus on any other character. In contrast to the Sultan in the first half, you have uh, the fisherman, Noah, in the second half, uh, who takes them in, uh, is apparently performing what is considered a completely selfless uh, way of life. Am I right? Uh, mm -hmm. He actually brings them into their house. Uh, he expects no reward. He not. Uh, he is among the first men 
who does not look at dodola in a sexual manner at all right. and uh, he ensures that they have a safe haven and uh, but while that seems, while that seems like a wonderful way to live i think cracks in that way of life are also exposed pretty early because he starts doing a lot more than he can handle right he starts bringing right. every exactly. vagabond in the in the village to his house uh, his house starts getting progressively dirtier his water purifier explodes right. and he loses complete faith in his way of life uh, a man who was uh, ready to give up his last meal for uh, children on the road uh, loses complete faith and calls them parasites at the end so and he's obsessed with praying he's obsessed with washing five times a day he's obsessed with ritual uh and uh, that leads him to the brink of insanity and yeah. i think that what he what craig thompson is again trying to say is that there is something about taking ritual and following religious practices blindly if you take it too yeah. far it it actually becomes a form of insanity and uh, you can also not lead, lead an entirely selfish life because that is also a path to destruction and uh, i think he tries to show dodola and zam taking the middle path uh and uh, living a life for themselves for somebody else and trying to do the best they can uh and i think that is uh, what ultimately gives them redemption towards the end of the end of the book uh that is another theme that i found very interesting which i just picked up on uh, as i was reading it today and uh, the contrasts i felt were worth discussing so uh, like you said the uh, whole the whole decadent life and the contrasts in life right so another thing that i picked up picked up on uh, as i was yeah, reading it today you know uh, was about uh, the capitalist economy right it almost talks comments on capitalist economy in the sense initially when dodola is trying to provide for both of them she's selling herself she herself becomes a commodity and she's uh, selling uh, herself to yeah. get those fruits and food for both zam and dodola and when we t- see zam mm. selling water also it's uh, uh, he is trying mm-hmm. to he tries to find out where is the source of this water which we don't find you know everywhere right he he traces the river and goes to the source and he starts getting water from there and he's selling to these uh, nomads and he says yeah. that right uh, in one of those panels where he is talking about uh, giving water to one of those uh guys he says that you should not be selling water and he says if you want to drink you drink the dirty water right it's not if you want something from me you have to pay for it and uh, later yeah. on also like when uh, we are talking about uh, sultan as well he is trying to exploit dodola but again you know trying to make use of mm. her and looking at how she how is this phantom courtesan of the desert right that's a epithet that they give her mm. and he says you are my property now he's trying to claim that okay something yeah. that the whole desert, yeah. desert is coveting this is mine because i am the sultan right so there are different so aspects my desert so you are my yeah, property exactly so i yeah. felt it's, it's a good comment on the whole economy and uh, general uh, transactions between people right even the uh, when the slaves are trying to help dodola get out of there Eunuchs, when they are trying mm. to help her mm. as well, it takes some time for them. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, yeah, it takes some time for them to realize yeah. that she's in the same boat, and they they should be helping her, right? So, those that is also another thing I felt uh, runs through the book. Yeah, Rohit, you were saying. Mm. Uh, 
no i i agree absolutely that uh, i think it uh, it exemplifies how we've uh, converted relationships into commodities something like a human life or uh, human necessities can be bought and sold and uh, it it uh, i think uh, dominates the first half of the novel with uh, uh, as you said uh, dodola selling herself for food and uh, her her uh, relationship to uh, uh, her body itself is quite dysfunctional uh, at every stage in the first half because she doesn't really see it as anything more than a commodity and uh, i think the whole point of the book is to i think impress upon uh, people that uh, they these are not commodities that you i mean the human life the human body is not a commodity and uh, that i think it is a bit moralistic in that way and it it does try to impress upon you how how uh, important it is again uh, for uh, to have love for your fellow beings at a very basic level yeah and uh, yeah not one important uh, uh, every aspect of life I, so one important point also that i felt you know in that respect uh, one panel actually very stuck with me uh, uh, for very long the sultan when he gives her a challenge and says that you know you satisfy me for 70 days continuously and then i'm going to let you be yeah. free otherwise you're i'm going to put you in the dungeon 17 nights yeah sorry 17 nights yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, when you know she's trying to resist and she's saying that okay uh, i'm not going to do anything without my freedom he says a very uh, interesting sentence right my kingdom is founded on freedom and it gets very boring so he says mm. that i've had so much pleasure that my senses have really dulled and i need you to excite I... me further right yeah so yeah, that's yeah. another thing where i mean freedom is also an important part throughout because they don't have the freedom to choose what they want both the protagonists they don't have the freedom to choose that and mm-hmm. a sultan who has everything at his disposal and he can do whatever he wants he says that i'm bold because i'm free so that's a very uh, good contrast that they absolutely show. no that's that's an amazing uh, point that you picked up i i completely didn't pick up on it but yeah it's quite obvious as an uh absolute freedom uh, yeah. is not something to be strived for it is probably the difficulties that we face in our life that uh, forges into who we are and uh, i think uh, at the end it also says that no matter what trauma you've been through you can always overcome it that is also a message message that comes across right, right at the end and it's 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 really uh it to a quality inspirational book for that reason to be honest true think, absolutely uh, if anybody uh, especially the perseverance that the characters exhibit right you can feel it as you go through each and every chapter uh, when uh, she is dodola yeah. is uh, going through all those hardships and getting raped in the desert and all all, all mm. that also she mm. despite that people blame her and sh- they shame her and they say that she is the phantom courtesan of the desert and stuff like that so it's uh, despite all that they go through all that and she doesn't feel a thing because she has something else in mind i need to take care of my whatever zam is at that point of time to her brother friend and later on when she really feels the love for him it's that perseverance and that sort of uh, affection right for e- each other one another that is very important like you can feel mm. it in each chapter you can feel that okay i can you know see them getting through this as we progress so that is a very hopeful and good thing about the Together. book and 
or the human nature that you see so what are yeah. uh, what are the what are the few negative aspects i think is interesting to that you felt uh, could have improved it though i think it's a masterpiece uh, what do you think are the negative aspects that could be improved uh i think one of the main things that they've uh, tried to uh, do is mix multiple things right it's very difficult for uh, somebody to comprehend that uh, there is a sultan and there they're talking about quran and talking about shaitans at the same time and then again there is slavery and that aspect right so where especially mm-hmm. the, because because of the cultural depictions of those characters also what i mean to say is they mm. depicted these eunuchs very differently the uh, blacks are de- again the slaves are depicted like blacks so it's i mm. think it's way too much for people to comprehend and feel uh, re- i mean they for people to relate to it so that is something <laughs> i felt could no, have been uh, like uh, thompson was actually accused of uh, being racist after writing this book yeah uh, exactly they- it it actually i mean it's just that too evident or too in your face right the stereotypes attached with each character yeah, that's what i mean no i agree he does get a bit stereotypical i wouldn't call him racist i think he actually shows a lot of uh, sensitivity to race as such and yeah. subtle themes which yeah. we can spend another 20 minutes discussing to be honest absolutely but, uh, yeah he, he there is a theme about race as well because he talks right. about noah's three sons and yeah. uh, how uh, one was uh, a lot and uh, uh, all that is there but yes i think i think he could have used a little more subtlety in uh, his uh, depictions it's very in your face and uh, it can it can uh, obviously offend people if if they look at it in a, in a, in a less than kind light uh, mm-hmm. another thing is i feel uh, uh, there is a uh, i mean the the sexual content while integral to the story uh, is also very in your face i do not True. think uh, the degree of nudity that was shown was really required yeah uh, it, 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 i think a lot of things can be done without showing that degree in fact it is probably a lot more effective uh, when you show all the violence happening off screen because i think uh, that kind of horrifies the reader more because nothing's worse than what you can imagine and i right true. so yeah. i think that that sort of glaring uh, uh, focus on uh, the graphic depiction uh, kind of uh, dulled the edges of the thing that rather than made it better Uh, but this for me uh, and another third thing third thing is i think there are times when he is trying to be uh, deliberately opaque about his message uh, to seem a little more uh, uh, seem a little less accessible but i feel he should have been a little more open about the message and the themes he's trying to convey uh, at times in the book uh, so these are probably my three main issues uh, with the book but they are very minor uh issues and yeah. what is a what is an amazing and uh, rather uh, fascinating piece of literature absolutely yeah that's true and uh, yeah. so i think yeah. like when i look at the takeaways from the book also right what 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 have i taken away especially in terms of very hard stuff what what is it exact learning that i've got from it i think one thing i've learned is books can look really beautiful i mean the each and every page each and every panel it's just i mean you you can just sit at uh, sit to open with um, sit with the page open and admire it for 20 seconds uh, it's just the sheer beauty of the whole illustrations that is one thing absolutely and uh, the other thing i uh, picked up is about these nine letters and the whole uh, relation to bismillah and quran 
that wasn't something that i was uh, very much aware of so that was another takeaway for me what, what was it for you rohit yeah for me for me the take up takeaway for this book was uh, firstly i think uh, craig thompson likes uh, human beings in general because it's a very uh, moralistic kind hopeful inspirational book at the end of everything and uh, i will keep coming back to it whenever i need uh, inspiration or uh whenever there is any sort of dark time in my life because i think it really talks about the human spirit and how it can overcome any difficulties that might sound very uh very uh, very cliched but it's actually true once you read the book you'll you'll figure out i'm sure my listeners will figure out what i mean uh, and uh, another takeaway another takeaway from the book would be that uh, i think uh, it is possible uh, for someone who has no prior idea of the cultures because craig thompson is a christian uh, from america uh, right. who, i mean he's a lapsed christian from america uh, someone who has no prior knowledge of uh, any of these issues or cultures uh, is actually capable of giving us a different view uh, while doing it in a very sensitive and extremely well uh, written manner uh, about these cultures and uh, actually writing something that is a groundbreaking uh, work of the graphic novel form to be honest what do you think because uh, it he has absolutely he has spent a lot of time in research learning calligraphy uh, learning about these cultures meshing christian and uh, islamic myths and uh, religious texts together and right. uh, he has created something that is truly unique uh, the, the most actually, uh, the most important part is actually relating to a two uh, a few sets of lives right he is yeah. he talks about quran on a very broad basis but then again he brings it down to what's happening to, to these two characters uh, with that context in mind right that's very Absolutely. important and uh, significant yeah uh, it, i also think it's a book that i why why should people read this book sangeeta let's uh, let's cap it off with that why yeah. should people read this book why should somebody who has not read a graphic novel ever read something that is definitely challenging but uh, something that's extremely rewarding like habibi and uh, why should they make the investment of time i think uh, see if you ask me investment of time it doesn't take as much as not regular fiction books that you read no, right so most graphic yeah. novels do but more than that what i feel is more than the time that you invest Uh, it, the time is not invested in reading in this book actually it, it is invested in interpreting and absorbing each of those things that are happening in the book because each panel each panel yeah each panel and at the end of chapter also when you're sitting back and thinking okay so this much has happened so for you to absorb that and understand right so hmm. this is a book for people who really want to experience what the characters are i mean who really want to feel the experiences that these characters are undergoing and relate to it and understand and absorb from it what we can how we can relate to uh, stuff that we have seen uh, around us or learned from uh, you know books and everything else so far mm-hmm. so it's a very deep book that way it's not i, I mean i wouldn't uh, say that uh, people should pick it up just because it's another easy book to read i don't no, think it works no it's not, it's not <laughs> absolutely I, not I, and i would like to say that so that more people read it but uh, it's not it wouldn't be yeah i wouldn't be yeah. honest <laughs> if wouldn't be. yeah so uh, th- th- that's what i feel about it uh, that if somebody really wants to read a book that will leave uh, you a lasting with, uh, impression of, yeah lasting impression and a lot of thinking and introspection after you have finished it 
I think uh, this is that kind of a book. Absolutely. I I I I would like to conclude by saying that this is a book that could not have been made or written in any other way. It needed the graphic novel form. Would you agree with me? Absolutely. You totally. could not have done it any other way, and I think that is one of the most important reasons to read it because. uh if it is a story that i can just tell with words uh i don't really need a graphic novel but you right. need the pictures you need the experience of opening each page and right. looking at each uh, panel and uh, identifying all the little details like today i came across a poop emoji a speech balloon in in the in the <laughs> in the in the part where they are falling through the sewage and it was it was a nice touch i i it's a very nice touch of americanism in a in a in a in a in a True. book that's full of uh, uh, everything but that but yeah it is uh, so these touches i think it also rewards the reading and i have already waxed uh, a lot about uh, how amazing it is and uh, how it is really it is something i would love to thrust into everybody's hand and say please read it uh, yeah it's 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 got a lot of sexual abuse but it's brilliant which is I not know. the best way to sell a book to be honest but <laughs> but uh, it is it is a it is a brilliant brilliant book it's it's very life affirming and yeah. uh, i think uh, i think it it needs to be read for its moral uh, and inspirational value and yeah. more than anything else yeah totally agree on that that was such a fascinating discussion i hope you enjoyed that listeners we enjoy bringing new reading material to your attention and we would love to hear from you as well Please drop a comment to let us know what you thought about this episode and please do share this experience with your friends and loved ones as well. Until our next episode, this is Sarath signing off. Bye.